This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Yes. I'm, I'm having a very hard time. Okay, I got you down, Susie. We will continue to pray for you. Yes, it's got to do with marriage, too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, everyone. My name is Happy Wednesday, Sister Yvonne. Good to hear your sounds. And God's got our back all the time. You are so right. <laughs> Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salusita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. It is Moxie. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Moxie. Good to hear your sound. Good to hear yours, too. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Love you. I love you more. And been been praying for you. Thank you all. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. This is Sonia. Good morning, Sonia. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Good morning, JC. Hi, Valacita. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Good morning. This is Leo Mia. Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Have a beautiful day this morning. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. No complaints. Thank God it's as well as it is. All right, good. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. Mm. We all went at the same time. Top of the morning, Sister Valacita. And good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sister Sabrina. Can you please pray for healing over my body? 
You certainly can, Sister Sabrina. Thank, Thank you. you for letting us know. Amen. Hi, it's Sister Sylvia. I'm asking for prayer for my bonus dad, Mr. Wilson. He's 85, having a major bypass surgery this morning. Thank you. Okay. I'm writing it down right now. Okay, I got it down. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. This is Eddie. Good morning, Eddie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Morning, Valuable. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy, wonderful Wednesday. Signs, wonders, and miracles shall, they will, guarantee, follow those who believe. Happy Wednesday. Love you all for some. Good morning, Rochelle, and happy Wednesday. And you are so right. It's a good word for this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Hey, Vivi. Good morning. It's Dee Dee. Blessings Wednesday. And um, Sylvia, calling out Mr. Wilson, and I'm lifting you up because you are an amazing daughter. Love you. <laughs> Thank you, and good morning, Dee Dee. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, Dee Dee. Love you. Is there anyone else that wanted to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute. And while you're doing that, I just want to remind you that if you have prayer requests, you can also submit them online at declarevictory.org, and we'll have them all um in our spreadsheet, so we'll be ready to go in the mornings for you. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of August, where our monthly theme is entitled, Focus. Each declarer will discuss how their focus should align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths 
along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our community communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I didn't read the prayer request, sorry. The first one is from Susie, and she's asking for us to continue praying for her in her marriage. Sabrina is asking for prayer for healing over her body. And then Sylvia is asking for prayer for Mr. Wilson. He's having a major bypass surgery this morning. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Yes, I'll stand down for Sonia. Okay, thank you. If we if I can just please remind you all to go ahead and put your phones on mute as we prepare our hearts as we prepare our minds, as we quiet our spirits down to go to the throne of grace. Take a moment just to rest in him. Take a moment to rest in the peace that he's given you. Take a moment to acknowledge him as the true and loving God. Hallelujah. So, Abba Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up the name that is above all names. We call out to our Heavenly Father, thanking you, O God, for being our God, and besides you there is no other. We thank you, hallelujah, to our triune God, to Jesus Christ, O God. Hallelujah the lamb, oh God, that sacrificed his life. Hallelujah, that went to Calvary for us all, but for each of us individually, oh God. 
thank you, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, that rests, rules, and abides in us, that dwells with us, that comforts us, that leads us and guides us, that confirms that God is the true and living God, the voice that speaks to us, that leads us into making sound decisions, discernment of spirit, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that your spirit, O oh God, helps us to have an ear to hear and a heart to receive. Thank you, O oh God, for loving us so, that your love is unconditional, O oh God. And because of your love, O oh God, Lord, we just confess that we've, we have not done everything right, O oh God. We've missed the mark sometimes. We've misheard things, O oh God, because we put self in the way, O oh God. But, Lord, we come and we ask, O oh God. We confess those things. We say it. We take accountability for it, O oh God. And we ask that you forgive us, O oh God. Lord, help us, O oh God. When we call on you, O oh God, we know that you are just, O oh God, that you are a near present help at all times, O oh God, that all we have to do is call on your name, O oh God. Lord, we call on your name for ourselves. We call on your names for our unsaved family members. We call on your name, O oh God, for even people that we don't know, that we see that they're struggling, mind, soul, body, and spirit, O oh God. Lord, we call on your spirit just to arrest them, O oh God. And when we say arrest them, O oh God, we call on your spirit to visit with them, O oh God, and let them experience who you really are. Lord, we pray that their heart is turned, O oh God, that they will see you high and lifted up, O oh God, and that your train fills the temple, O oh God. Hallelujah. As we present ourselves, O oh God, a living sacrifice, O oh God, unto you holy and acceptable unto you. Lord, you ask for reasonable service, but we go beyond reasonable because you went beyond the cross, oh God. Mm, hallelujah. Lord, thank you. We thank you for your healing virtue, oh God, for the ones that are asking for healing, oh God. Lord, we trust and believe, oh God, that we can ask of you one thing, oh God. Thank you for it in advance. And stand on your word, O oh God. Hallelujah, we thank you. That we can ask and ask for certain things and prayers, O oh God, but we have to trust you and believe and know that because we call on you, that we know that you'll answer. Lord, you did it before and you'll do it again. You're no respecter of person, O oh God. So if you did it for one, you'll do it for all. You did it for all, O oh God. So thank you that you were wounded for our transgressions, O oh God, bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace, our peace, O oh God. You're the perfect sacrifice by your stripes, O oh God. We are healed, O oh God. So, Lord, we can confirm, O oh God, that we believe you today, that those prayers that have went up for Mr. Wilson, for Susie, O oh God, that you're continuing to give comfort for the bereavement, for families that are grieving and, and going through bereavement, oh God. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you for our children, oh God, that are going back to school, God, that you have put people, given resources, oh God, 
to all those who need or are in need, and even the ones that are not in need, oh, God, you provide more because you are a God that's more than enough. Lord, I thank you today for the miracles that you have performed in my family. I thank you for Teddy. I thank you for my mother-in-law, Teresa, for her healing, oh, God. I thank you. I trust you. I don't have to worry about it because I know I called on you, the God that is true and that is just, that confirms himself. All we have to do is praise you in advance and thank you in the midst, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, for this place where we meet every morning, oh God, that we wake up with the intent, oh God, to come and gather together and not forsake ourselves, oh God, but to come together, oh God, where two and three come together in your name, there you are in the midst, O oh God. So we come together, O oh God, in your presence, O oh God, and worship and praise and thank you for who you are. Thank you, O oh God, for um, the dwelling places that we have, that we have a roof over our head, that we have things that are essential, O oh God, and even things that are luxury to us, O oh God. We count it all a joy. We are thankful for it, O oh God. Lord, I call out the folks that don't have a roof, oh God, but may have a tent over their head. Some of them don't even have a tent. Some just have a blanket, oh God. Lord, I'm calling them out to you, oh now, right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you will continue to send resources to them, oh God, that they will be fed daily, that they will um, be clothed daily, that they will have everything that they need, oh God. Lord, I'm praying, oh God, that they receive you in their mind. Because the heart can't reju- rejoice what the mind won't believe, oh God. So, Lord, I'm asking you right now, oh God, just to show yourself mighty. Give them a sign, wonder, and miracle because, because they know you, but they call on you, oh God. Let them not just call on you in situations, but call on you because you are the just God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the faith that worketh in us, O God. Faith didn't start today. Faith has always been now faith. It didn't start today, but it's always been now faith. Faith of the substance of things hoped for and the evidence, the evidence, O God, of things not seen. So bless your holy name, O God. Lord, we thank you, O God, for the leaders of the nations, O God, of the countries, of the cities, O God. Lord, we're asking um, for uh, these racist intentions, O God, that they will cease. This is a new day, O God, that we will call, count each other equal, O God, that none of us are less than, than one or the other, O God. Lord, we thank you for peace in the land. I thank you for your hand that is stretched out, O God for peace from the north, the east, the south, and the west, oh God. Lord, I pray for the leaders, oh God, that are op- have doors open in your name, that they're preaching the pure, unadulterated word, that they're not taking from it and they're not adding to it, but they're feeding your sheep, oh God. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you today. I thank you for Dion, oh God. I thank you for her family, oh God. I thank you for... Uh, her pre- presenting herself a living sacrifice, oh God, her yes, oh God, and standing and being the intercessor, oh God, for a lot of us, oh God. So, Lord, we're not going to let her stand alone, but we're going to come and continue to hold her arms up, oh God, for this platform, 
for this movement, oh God, that has showed itself to be, hallelujah, show you who you are, that you dwell in this place, that you provide in this place, oh God. Thank you for our church homes, oh God, where we're fed the word every week, oh God. Help us to be able to support our leaders, oh God, and let them know that they're not working uh, and struggling, oh God, but what they're doing is not in vain. Help us to show that we appreciate them, oh God. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this time, oh God, that we will set aside, oh God, in our fast today, that we will take note. We will first make note and then take note as you speak to us, oh God. So, Lord, we just want to thank you again as we come together and we take our phones off mute. And thank God for who he is. Thank him for what he's done. Thank him for what he will do. Thank Thank you. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and I know you, you guys did it for your own reasons, but I just appreciate it. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Um, also want to be mindful. Um, am I fading? Okay, wait, let's see. Um, let me know if that's if that's better. Uh, let me know if that's better. Did that help? I took the earpiece out. So. Yes, no. Okay, let me turn it off. One second, guys. All right, well, it was worth a try. Nevertheless, uh, hopefully that's better. Let me know, Shell. Um, we are entering into even uh, the more of this word focus. We are not only entering more into it, but prayerfully by the time this month ends, um, it will have uh, married itself to our previous topic and, and lead us into the next one. Um, if I were to be super transparent, <laughs> ironically, even with the, the word in and of itself, it's one of the most difficult things to share about. It's hard to, to teach somebody actively um, about the power of focus. It is more of a demonstration than it is a conversation. Um, my history and my background as it relates to uh, professional field has been a, a myriad of different sales channel training, um, different structured uh, conversation around motivation or inspiration or really identification. And so I want to share with you this morning, before I go into scripture context, the enemy, of course, of focus is always, always has been, always will be distraction. Uh, distraction is probably one of the greatest struggles that each and every one of us have. And, and I want to talk about um, some how-tos and some practical measures and methods to implement focus over distraction. What capsizes distraction um, really is decision. What um, dismantles distraction is always making a decision, not a choice, but a decision. We can see distraction um, in, in the very uh, early context or construct of the Word of God in and of itself as it relates to um, man and how men function. And we can look at how that God had a specific focus in creating the earth and then a specific focus in um, establishing Adam or uh, man as it relates to delegation and dominion or rulership or leadership. God's idea became tangible. It became matter. It became matter of fact um, with very strategic, very structured focus. Uh, as he gave Adam instruction um, in the early early days of um, the word being captured for us to to actually partake of it, God gave Adam those instructions to give instructions. So he 
patterned it, he modeled what focus looked like, and then established man in the earth to uh, for for uh, a lack of better terms, carry the baton or to continue the patterned behavior. Um, and, and the reality is that all went very well until uh, focus was interrupted with distraction. Um, and, and I'm sure you guys have, we've all heard this story a million times and we could blame Eve, we could blame Adam because the reality is uh, some distractions lead to further distractions. Eve's distraction led to Adam's distraction and dissension and separation and so on and so forth. We we know if we know nothing else that one thing leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing, which is why focus is so important. Focus and its importance um, can be the difference between success or failure or victory or defeat. It can be uh, the only thing or the key element of moving from one level to the next level, from one stage to the next stage, from one uh, uh, victory to the next victory. But it really depends on how you manage and, and dismantle distractions. So today, while focus is our topic, I really I want to um, help us to pinpoint some ideas, some thought processes, and I want to share with you um, some of the things, some of the great sales trainers that I've had uh, the privilege, the honor to actually study under, one of them being um, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn is one of the strongest uh, voices in uh, sales, marketing, uh, some people would consider him uh, a motivational speaker. I, I beg to differ. He's extremely matter-of-fact um, in what he shares and how he shares it. But I, I just want to give you a couple of sales colloquialisms, if you will. Um, success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day. Uh, either you run your day or your day will actually run you, right? Motivation is what gets you started, yet it's the habit that keeps you going. And if we, if we were all, to be honest, uh, and if you do an assessment of your day-to-day -day habits, if you would uh, actually quantify how you spend your time on a daily basis, uh, we would just go ahead and, and make this confession. Sometimes I waste my own time. Sometimes I don't do the right thing. Sometimes I don't manage my time effectively or efficiently. I think we can all pretty much relate to that, not only being a truth, um, but it being hard to say without a little bit of a wince. I don't know about you, but I know that I've wasted years on top of years um, being distracted by uh, the, the wrong idea, the wrong concept. I haven't always made the best decisions. You can always take a look at a person um, and, and note, take full note of how focused they have or they have not been. 
You can look at their outcomes and uh, some of their expectations, perhaps even some of their standards as to what uh, the end result is or will become just by watching them. Right. We're, we're still talking about focus, but I want to talk about the opposite, uh, the enemy, the argument of focus. And, and, and with that being said, the word distraction um, in and of itself begins, <laughs> the, the prefix is dis, right? Dislocate, disagree, disassemble, um, disdain, dis, uh, in and of itself says that something is out of whack or, or removed from or um, dismantled right? Disconnected from. But the Webster's Marian definition says something that distracts an object that directs, uh, directs one's attention or focus away from something primary. There is also this, uh, this quote or this, this, um, it's used in, in pretty much everything, anything we encounter uh, any corporation, any organization, there is always what's called the big idea theory, right? The big idea theory, right? The big idea refers to core concepts, principles, theories, and processes that should serve as a focal point, right, of any curriculum, instruction, and or assessment. The big idea actually reflect, reflects expert understanding and anchors the disclosures, inquiries, discoveries, and arguments in any field of study. And that would be uh, with the word of God. That would be as a mathematician or a uh, really doesn't matter what it is. There is always a big idea attached to everything when you enter a relationship, be it friendship, romantic, platonic, or um, that of a, a love relationship. There is always a big idea. There is always an expected end of anything. The reality that most of us don't necessarily know what our core value system consists of. Um, most of us have not necessarily, and, and I'm not saying this is not just a blanket statement, until it is a thing, most times it isn't. Until it is um, an awareness, a consistency in awareness, it generally, it just isn't. We have a tendency to uh, meander through life kind of loosely or lightly or gingerly. We, we have a tendency to um, carry out our day-to-day -day activities um, unless you are an extremely focused individual with a mindset or a mentality of, uh, yeah, I'll deal with that when I get to it. But something happens when you become aware of self. Something happens when your idea of what you have in mind is not just overshadowed, but outweighed by the truth of what God has already prioritized for you, um, the things that God has already given you to focus on. Um, I, I have scripture, I promise, 
Um, but just as I'm speaking, I can only imagine Adam's idea when he realized, listen, I am the end all um, outside of who God is. I'm responsible for all of it. Whatever I do during the day, I experience the benefit or the fruit of the labor uh, in the evening. And when I say in the day and in the evening, I'm not just talking about a single day. I'm talking about the idea of uh, from day to day to day, what we do, we experience the benefit or the lack thereof at the end of it right? Uh, what we do in our lifetime, which we call the day uh, when night comes, no man uh, can work, right? Which means um, when we leave here or when we go to sleep or when we deal with the, the darkness of uh, the loss of activity of life, right? And, and so the big idea really kind of asks you to ask a question. It, it makes you interrogate uh, your life. It makes you question, okay, so that that major question, I think that all of us at some point, and if you have not, I'm, I'm not sure uh, <laughs> what you're doing, but I think we've all asked ourselves, why am I here? What am I doing? And really, all that refers to is the big idea, the core concept. During my mindset momentum course, I have a tendency to ask everyone to create a core value statement or a personal mission statement. What what does that look like? Um, that looks like a, a brief sentence or a couple of different sentences, nothing lengthy, but it should really only take you about five or six seconds to state of who you are why you're here, what you do while you're here, and what your expectation is at the end of it. That summarizes your core value system, right? It gives you uh, the necessary information if you were to run into somebody in uh, an elevator. We call it in the sales industry an elevator speech, right? But But I can imagine that Adam's idea of what his uh, core value system was, was based upon ruling, um, governing, operating in, and being productive in the earth. All he had to do was name the animals. All he had to do was make sure his wife stayed good. All, all he had to do was really perfect being. Not doing, but being. What's the difference between doing and being? Um, more often than not, um, even during mindset momentum conversation, when I ask people who they are, people have a tendency to tell me what they do. That's not the same thing. What you do uh, mm, is a reflection of what you believe about your core belief system. So, right, so if, if you work at Kaiser, um, Kaiser isn't what you do, it's how you provide for yourself, right? What am I saying? Now, if you're a physician, that's that's kind of who you are. Uh, if, if you work, say for instance, in the mailroom, 
that's that's not who you are. It's what you do, right? Uh, for for somebody who is, um, I'll I'll stay in the medical field. M- most people that become nurses usually have a childhood idea of becoming a nurse. Most people, it's either their idea or the idea of their parents, right? They're guided in that direction. They're pushed in that arena or that area. But it does not, um, I want to say this right, it does not mean that that's all that you are. It just means that that's a part of who you are and it manifests by doing. When you uh, daydream about X, Y, Z, if all of us were to go back to our history, if we were all to go back to our childhood years and, and take a glance at some of those pictures we used to draw, if in fact you drew any, 90% of the time we all have at some point, but life has this way of distracting us. Life, life has this way of uh, pulling our focus from what we are, who we are, into what we do as busy work to uh, operate in in the world system, to navigate through what culture says we do. But if you were to reflect on your history and you were to focus on the things you daydreamed about as a child, I assure you that it would help you get closer to your purpose. Um, I'm going to go into the scripture context, and I promise I'll tie it all together. Uh, Usually, we end up being uh, what we have practiced or rehearsed. If you notice that that phrase that I use uh, when it comes to our habits, right? Either you run your day or your day runs you. If we don't have a plan, it's, it's not just about planning financially. Sometimes it's literally about planning your day. So some of the things I have uh, people do that take my courses, you take some time in the morning and write down a few things that you'd like to accomplish. What happens is you start to change your focus. Your focus becomes your small victories. Imagine writing a simple task list that has five action items on it. Um, They may not be a big deal to someone else, but to you, they make your day go smoother. They help you become mindful of how uh, we actually uh, engage a thing, how we master a thing. Uh, You'll never become a master of anything if you never focus on anything. If you are never self-aware of what your day-to-day habits look like. Uh, for, For some people, me personally, I get up early, early, early in the morning because I need to focus on what my day looks like. Anybody that's been an entrepreneur for any amount of time, you know that you don't work regular hours. Uh, you, you work when the inspiration or the motivation shows up and you work even the more on building the business and what that looks like or building the brand or building the idea simply because if you do not have some type of action item, you don't really get anything accomplished, right? There's no order. There's no structure. There is no focal point. There are, uh, there's nothing that is quote unquote measurable and and we'll, we'll get into it a, a little bit more. I, I want to give you scripture um, this is a super familiar passage of scripture. We might even hear it a time or two during 
uh, these focused conversations. But I, I want to help you grasp the big idea. I want to help you understand that if you are not self-aware, right, the chances of you actually getting to a place of true focus, the, the chances of you actually moving from complacency or from stagnation uh, or from uh, just not really having a um, the outcome that you would like to see, if you don't change how you manage distraction, you will never get to a place of focus, right? So becoming self-aware is the thing that changes the trajectory of your life. There's no way around it. Uh, that, that moment where you say, there's got to be more than this. Yeah, there is. What you going to do about it? <laughs> how, how do you plan to change it? How do you plan to restructure it? And most times, um, if you don't have anyone in, in your sphere of influence that can uh, nudge you and hold you accountable to the things that they know distract you, the things that they'll bring to your attention. Hey, what you doing that for? Hey, why are you on that? Hey, why is that at the forefront of your mind? Why is that the priority? All right, so so let's get into it. Um, I started to well, well first I'm I'm going to take you to Luke. We'll we'll be in Luke the tenth chapter, but I'm going to take you to two separate um, ideas because I want this to to happen um, so much so that you get a revelation of how God sees you and who God sees you as. Right. I want you to capture uh, the fact that there is a necessary introduction in every single set of circumstances to new information. Information does not bring transformation. Revelation does. Uh, that depends on what you focus on or how you are distracted. So let's go to Luke 10 and start at verse 21. It says, in that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, now this is Jesus, he said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the understanding and revealed them to the little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me. You gave them to me to focus on, right, by my Father. And no one knows who the son is except the father, which means you sent me here, you know me, you know exactly what the objective, the agenda is. Your focus was making sure I got into the earth to set and establish a pattern, right? Uh, it says, um, wait, and I want to read this part again. Thank you, Lord, of Father of the heaven and the earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise. Listen, that means everybody that know everything, the ones that understand, yeah, I got it all together, you. He hid it from you, right? And you revealed it to them, the little children, right? That That means your posture will determine how you participate in operating in the pattern. Your posture, that that mentality, right? You can't know everything. See, if you know everything, you need not anyone's help. You you don't need anyone to help you focus. You got it. You got it. I don't got it. I'm the children. That's me. Right? For such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my father, and no one knows 
who the son is except the father. Like everybody didn't know except they got a revelation that, okay, Jesus is coming into the earth or who the father is except the son. And anyone uh, to whom the son chooses to reveal him. So in other words, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you received an introduction from the son to the father? Right? Have you been brought up in, in a room, has your name been mentioned in the heavens? Does he know you? Does Does he know you? If right now uh, you were to be questioned or interrogated or guilty of building a relationship with Jesus, would the father be like, oh, yeah, he told me about you? <laughs> Yeah, he, he mentioned you the other day. You know how uh, there there are moments in time, oh, yeah, I remember so-and-so mentioned you. Has the son mentioned you to the father? I, 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 I want to ask you that question because I want you to think about that because otherwise he don't know you. <laughs> otherwise, he is uncertain of who you are. Not Not for real, but for real. Right, like he knows you, he knows every hair that's on your head. However, um, there's a difference uh, when there is a formal introduction. I mean, you could have heard of somebody, but because you are not clear, they know you know who they are. You know, you could be in a room with somebody who knows who you are, and they never say a word. Right? When people have heard of you, uh, it's one thing, but when somebody takes you and walks you over and introduces you, it's something totally different. I. I'm hopeful that you've received an introduction. So now let's let's move down a little bit because I, I want to tie all this up. I promise I'll make it make sense. Uh, go down to Luke, the 10th chapter, but the 38th, 38th verse, 38th verse, right? It says, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha <clears throat> welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. Let me stop right there. Once again, here we are with this posture thing. Um, th there are moments in time in order to avoid distraction, in order to stay in focus, you got to do what we call get low. You got to do what we call put your chin to your chest, right? How many people walk in your house and, and upon arrival, uh, you recognize that there's a thing on them. They, you, you recognize that this is a person of wisdom. And, and I'm not saying you, we going to get on the floor and wash people's feet just randomly. I'm not going to say, um, you know, it looks different because the times are different. The culture is different. But let me tell you what I know. If I walk into a room with somebody that knows more than me, let me tell you what I'm going to do personally. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to shut up. <laughs> if they don't ask me no questions, I don't have any answers. Right? Now, if they engage me in conversation, I might say a little something, but I'm going to keep my words pretty low because I understand that this person is a, a master, a master teacher, right? So I'll give you an example, and I promise I'll go back to the text in a second, but I, I need you to get this, right? If you are not in a room on a regular base that you can glean from and grow in, you are in the wrong places, right? If you're not 
in a place where you can have a conversation and walk away with at least a thought of something different than what you showed up with and and be able to hand something to the other participant that they can grow with or through, you have technically wasted up somebody's time. I'm, I'm learning how to quantify time very differently. All right, let me let me keep going. All right, so so here it is that uh, 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 Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to His teaching, you gotta be teachable to focus, right? Focus helps you be teachable. Dismantling distractions helps you be teachable, right? But Martha was distracted with much serving, right? That busy work that's unproductive. She frying chicken, he ain't hungry. She making Kool-Aid, he don't drink that. Right? She she around here picking up stuff in a room that he'll never go into. Martha is busy doing the the thing that uh uh lets everybody know, look at me, look what I can do. That's what I used to tell Delana all the time. Maybe she could build anything. Anyway, <laughs> I got distracted. When when I look at um or consider even the, the constructs of this text, most of our lives look like Martha, right? Always got something going on, always busy, always trying to prove uh, you are humanitarian, always, all these different things that we do. And I'm not, I'm not saying everybody is faking a fraud, but what I am saying is sometimes we miss the big idea, right? The fact that Jesus entered the village was one thing. The fact that he came to their house and knocked on their door is a whole nother one, right? The fact that he entered the village meant that that region shifted uh, for the better. That was the big idea. The big idea was the one who was sent in the earth to uh, even have access to the father to do the introduction that I talked about a little bit earlier was he was in my house and, and I'm trying to give him chicken. When he is the gift, he is the meat, he is the bread, he is the drink. And a lot of times, even on our our day-to-day Sunday um, country club meetings that that we have, right, so often uh, we are so distracted. Glory, God, I hear you. There are moments in time that are created to insert an opportunity, hallelujah, to Jesus, an introduction to the Father, but we're so busy saying, God, give me a car. God, give me a house. God, can I have some more money? God, can you, uh, uh, I want to have a baby. God, uh, I wish I could get this promotion on my job where we're in a room collectively. Right. We're collectively gathered Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and everybody has their own agenda. It's like we had a swap meet, like we show up with money in our hands. and OK, God, let me let's barter this. I'm going to give you this if you give me that. When all we are there to do is to unify our faith in one location and have one mind and one focus, but we're distracted by culture. We're distracted by the things in the earth that motivate our greed, the things in the earth that are fueled by our selfishness, the things in the earth that keep us further 
out of true identity according to what is written of us in the word. And the unfortunate part is we don't even realize that we're distracted. And so we show up Sunday after Sunday. Here it is, an opportunity where Martha, if she had had any sense, would have got on the opposite side of the floor and they would have had a unified moment. Now, now in this instance, the only person that got what they needed was Mary because she had sense enough to suffer herself like a little child and to be teachable and to be pliable and to be plausible. See, there's a mentality that comes with uh, wanting more of God. There's There's a mentality that comes with focusing on who God says you are over your experience and your exposure. I I know that you were molested. All right. But is that the big idea? I know that your husband may not have treated you the best, but is that the big idea? That's that's all you got at the forefront of your, your thought process? I know mama died unexpectedly. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have moments where you remember how amazing she was or how amazing she wasn't. But at the end of the day, is that the big idea? Do you stop right there? right? There there are things that you have to do internally. And even when it comes writing your day-to-day list, if you struggle with grief or if you struggle with addiction, if you struggle uh, with with uh, low self-esteem, if you struggle with whorish tendencies, if you struggle with uh, being full of doubt, I don't care what it is. And I, I used all those different examples because the scale is broad. But at the end of the day, I need you to understand that if you don't focus on the main thing or the big idea or the introduction, you get stuck in the distraction and your your life begins to look real Martha-ish in this thing. You You start to look like you real busy, not productive, not effective, not thriving. And when people ask you who you are, you start to tell us what you do. I, I don't care what you do. Who are you? Can you be trusted? And if you pay attention to people, people are their habits. What, what have you written down for your day today? What you going to do? Have you, or uh, uh, I'll, I'll even say this, have you commanded your morning? Do you know that there are angels that are sitting uh, at attention? I'm, I imagine many of y'all angels got a nail file in their hand, honey. They got their feet crossed at their ankles. They ain't doing nothing. They up there playing bones and cards. I'm being facetious. Don't get offended and emotional and religious. Relax. I'm just kidding. But I can imagine that our angels, the angels that are literally assigned to our life, are bored half to death because we not only don't know that we have them, we don't engage them. We don't ask any assistance or support. There are legions of angels that are probably um, really frustrated with what they know you're assigned to do because you won't go through the process of an introduction. Um, all right, all right, so so let me go a little bit further here in, in this, uh, in, in 38, and it says, um, but Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and she said, see, and this, this is what distraction will have you do. Not only will it take you off the big idea, here she come, wham, 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 wham. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve you alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answers, honey, shut up. (laughs) Martha, 
you worried about all the wrong things, but only this one thing is necessary, right? Only this this one thing is necessary, but, but you're not worried about the thing that's necessary. You're worried about you being busy and her not doing what you think she ought to be doing. So in other words, you're trying to control the whole scenario, right? But this, this is the thing, guys. It says, Mary has chosen the good portion, which will never be taken away from her. Her posture was right. See, once you get a revelation, nobody can take it from you. Information, yeah. Martha knew he was Jesus. She knew he was the Messiah, but it still hadn't clicked yet. She still ain't get it. <laughs> she still didn't catch the vision. She still didn't understand. She had no list. <laughs> right? She didn't have no to-do list. She did not get the big idea. Everything changed because he showed up. Everything changed because he is accessible to you. See, getting low gives you access. It gives you a different type of access to different types of information. And so right before I get ready to uh, close, I'm, I want to go through uh, some things that will keep you distracted. But more than some things that will keep you distracted, I want to give you a couple of quick tips, quick steps uh, to move you from distraction back to focus. Right? So how do I qualify and or quantify what gets my attention? If you don't know what that looks like, like how do you how do you interrogate a relationship or the idea of one? How do you uh, investigate what gives itself permission to be attached to you? What do you give access to? What What is the big idea? Now, I don't mean no harm. People have a tendency um, to, if you allow them, they will steal your time. Nope, not in 2023. Um, what What does that look like? It means like, uh, I prioritize what my day looks like, right? It's very important. So I manage my time with a calendar. All right. So so let me let me give you number one. You ought to ask yourself these questions. Does this add to me? Right? Is this going to add to me? Is there going to be a benefit? Is there going to be an exchange? Does this align with my expected outcomes or my big ideas? Some of you call them goals. I don't call anything goals because goals end. Is it measurable? Will somebody be able to see that something in you has shifted, that something in you has changed, that something in you has been altered? Is there a mutual benefit? Like, am I going to be the one pouring all the time? Because if so, you're going to go away. We call them time and strength thieves. I call them that. I don't know about nobody else. Does this relationship, does this experience keep me or make me mindful? Right? I spend a whole bunch of time being mindful of whether or not I'm being mindful. That's just my reality. Does it push me to the Father, right? D does it does it make me want to go back and ask, okay, God, 
the, the word says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of and by the Lord, right? What do those steps look like? How do those steps get you closer to the will of the Father? Will it get you closer to an introduction, right? Um, does it add to kingdom advancement? That's not everybody's forefront thought, right? But as believers, even our work that we use to sustain ourselves um, should give you um, some type of cooperation or focus on, all right, how can I advance the kingdom with this operation or this function? I know everybody don't think like that. I have a revelation of who I am in the earth for the kingdom, right? That took sitting at his feet. Busy work didn't get me there. Ushering didn't get me there. Singing in the choir didn't get me there. Relationship did. See, relationship looks like sitting in a room, uh, and, and this, this happens on a regular basis, or sitting at a table um, and, and really listening to the people that you're sitting at the table with. It is, it is intimacy. It is closeness. It is time spent in safe space and, and the freedom or the liberty to be everything that you are without reservation or hesitation. Any room that I spend close proximity time with, listen, I need you to understand I qualified that room. I'm not, I don't just sit anywhere. I mean, I'm, mm, the function is different. Right, but I'm talking about the the intimate places. Every place you spend intimate time ought to be building who you are as a person, not what you do as a person. What you do should benefit from refining how you understand who you are. Right. All right. Um, I'm gonna stop right there, and we'll go into love, life, and victory, and hopefully we'll have a couple of questions or comments commentary that'll that'll actually uh get us to next and and my prayer is um that it'll make you start asking some questions about what you're focused on and what perhaps may be distracting you from getting to the place um where things are not just information where they are actually transformation and where um that transformation comes by revelation Amen. All right. Um, here's the time, time that we just one moment we have set aside for those that have joined the call um, a, a little bit late. Maybe you didn't get a chance to say good morning. Maybe you didn't get a chance to chime in. I want to do that now. But what I want to do is I want to start with our men. I heard one um, at the helm of that call. And I'm going to give the men a chance. Then after that, but any new callers or first-time speakers, uh, you're more than welcome to speak. And then after that, we'll open it up to everyone. So if there are any men that would like to say good morning, go ahead. Yes, good morning. Uh, hey. My name is Onan. <clears throat> Hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, so um, I was um wait, 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 wait. All all we're doing right this second is we're gonna we're gonna have everyone say good morning and then Onan, as soon as we open it up for questions and commentary, I'll call you first, okay? Yes, ma'am, I appreciate it. 
Good morning okay, to good, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to the call. Who invited you, Onan? I was a young lady by the name of Christina Joy. And, All right. Uh, we had been friends for a while. We had met in college in Atlanta. All right. And um, okay. she had sent me this number. So I just wanted to call and join the sermon. Well, we're we're extremely glad to have you. And after we finish the hosting and greeting, I promise I'll get right back to you. Any other men that want to say good morning? Good morning, morning y'all, y'all, y'all. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Brother E. Who else was that? <laughs> hey, good morning, sis. This is Daryl Belcher. Hey, good morning. <laughs> what up? Good morning. <laughs> I heard another gentleman. Who else was that? I think it was just me. I just said good morning again to the gentleman, oh, Daryl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good morning. All good right, morning, brother. <laughs> Any right. first-time callers or first-time speakers? Maybe you're not new to the call. You've just never said good morning. You're welcome to do so at this time. All right, ladies. Anybody want to say good morning? Good, good morning, Miss Diane. Hey, Lady D. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita girl. Good morning. Morning. It's pretty. Good morning, pretty. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Good morning. Who was that, Carla? Did you say Carla? Yeah. Carla. Hey, Carla. Girl. It was so nice. To meet you yesterday and to kiss your face. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> it was to meet you. That was good. Good morning, good morning Cynthia. Good morning, good morning. Gigi. Hey, Gigi. Hey, beloved Bob. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, this is Shirley. Hey, Shirley, good morning. Morning, D. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Anybody else? Awesome, awesome. Okay. Well, if nobody else good wants morning, to say good Magnificent, sorry. It's, a, it's all morning, right. Everyone. Good morning. Hey, darling. Um, so, so real quick before we go into share, because I'm, I'm looking at at several new numbers. Um, there are about about 55 people on the call currently. So, when we go into our share, make it short and sweet. If there's question, if there's commentary, just so that we can maintain the integrity of the call and give everybody a chance um, to share and give their input. So. Uh, we'll walk right into the love life and victory conversation. Onan, now's your time, sir, and welcome again. Thank you very much. Um, again, I was invited by Christina. Um, there have been some hardships that I've been going through over the past couple of months, and the Spirit moved me to join in on the call, and I'm just here to receive the word. Amen. Well, listen, you are welcome. We are here Monday through Friday, and Men's Day is every Friday, so we'd absolutely love to have you there. Um, 
I'll, I'll say it like this, Onan, um, like so many people that have been a part of the call, um, people grow as they, they stick around and gather the information. My prayer is that God would, would open up the eyes of your understanding. Uh, Psalms, the 119th Psalm, the 130th verse says, the entrance of thy word gives light and adds understanding. So I pray that God would expand your understanding as you continue to show up. And again, we welcome you. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Very much so. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Let me have it. Did I did I uh help somebody? Want one somebody this morning? <laughs> hey, D. It's Gigi. Hey, um. Hey. I I just I wrote down all your notes and it just really had me thinking. Like you know, I feel like I talk a lot. You know. Um. So I feel like when I I think of when my mindset has already changed on how um I want to absorb the situation that I'm in, is it bringing benefits to me, what, you know, what's changing by me being in this environment, being with this person. So I just realized that I kind of got to just be quiet sometimes and sit back and that's what my focus is going to be like. Every time I'm talking to somebody, I think I need to redirect my focus to what this person's saying, what this person's doing, what the outcome of it, no matter what the situation is, even like Maybe how I'm talking to my kids. How can I change this? Or what change are they going to see by me doing these things? So I, I just want to thank you for that because they really, I'll be all over the place. People that talk a lot will be all over the place. So for me to focus on what I'm doing in a situation, I think that's going to benefit me and it's going to help me benefit others. So thank you. <laughs> Amen. Very good. Very good. Great share. Thank you, Gigi, for for sharing that, and I hope that some of the points that were shared this morning will help you qualify what has uh, access to your attention, what has access to your focus. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, hey, I hate I missed you guys the other day. Um, (laughs) I'm still in Illinois, so I'm um, but anyway, I um, definitely everything you said this morning, man. I, I'm I'm so distracted on so many things distract me. Like even on the call, I have never been on this call when I didn't get interrupted. Never. Every day I'm interrupted with something. And um, so, with that being said, um, you know, you gave me just some some different strategies, some different things to. Even when I'm around people or just, you know, if there's a person that's, um, you know, taking up my time or whatever it is, um, I think that today I have some better tools and better ideas or better um, way of thinking and handling things in my, in my world, you know, and, uh, but, but. I'll just not look, I'm getting distracted now, but I'll just say thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and I need to focus. I know I need to focus. So I'm I'm grateful for this topic. I'm grateful for this month, um, um, this far that I've heard. So I just thank you um, this morning. Love you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Love you. Hey, Dion. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. So, um, I, you know, I changed my shift. So I got to be at work early in the morning now. 
and you're talking about having to focus from the moment I wake up to the moment I walk out that door and realizing how distracted I get just trying to do that. Okay. So I am creating a new system that will generate that favorable outcome so that time will work for me and not against me, number one. And number two, thank you for your scare. And number three, uh, welcome back, Onan. And I kept hearing the Lord, um, for Onan, I kept hearing the Lord say, um, you're in signet ring, uh, according to Haggai 2.23. So you may want to research that and sit on that and let the work I minister to you about it. Okay. All right, that's all. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Great share. Amen. Anybody else? You know, I got to jump in here because you really blessed me tremendously and helped me. Mm-hmm. One of the things I realized and recognized right now, we know in sales, especially towards this year's conference. And I got quite a few, quite a bit of travel coming out for work. First question mm-hmm. anybody ever asked you when you're there is when they ask you what's your name, and they'll follow it. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I just absolutely been over laughing when you said again. A lot of people associate about what they do. Mm-hmm. Much more, and there's so much deeper to that question, even in the church. You know, again, not our book where your title and mm-hmm. especially when it's tied to purpose. But then secondly, here's what really got me and, and this is and if I may be transparent, this is my raffle. Distraction can be success. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Martha was in there cooking, I'm pretty sure she's pretty good at making some chicken or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the success around it particular season is that which she was called to. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've oftentimes wrestled with is that successful in one area, but if you allow that one area to dominate in your life, then you're canceling out what your true intent and what your purpose are. Only focusing in that area. I know God can use various platforms to be able to share the gospel of the good news. Mm-hmm. You utilize that platform in order to benefit yourself, and you're living and dwelling in that success. It can become a huge distraction. So, I really appreciate you sharing that. Actually, made it an intentional intent to be on the call, no matter what I got going on, because I need to be poured into the great vehicle in order to really be fed. So, thank you so much for your share. Powerful as always. Well, thank you, boss. Listen, listen, listen. When I tell you, I, I call him boss, and I know y'all sick of hearing this story, but when I tell you he was the best boss on the planet, and and not only was he the best boss, this is what I've learned. When, when you focus on the people that are designed to serve your purpose and you love them well, they will do anything for you. And if he, he, he will attest to the fact that, listen, my, my numbers stayed where they needed to be because it was very easy to work for him because his focus was making sure we had everything that we need. When you focus on the big picture, right, the outcome is how well can you produce what it is that you were designed to produce, not the things that you are distracted by. 
right? But he made it easy to focus, right? He would get his whole face chewed off in a manager's meeting, and we'd never know it. I would only know it because I got the cooties. (laughs) But if you didn't know, you wouldn't know he just got his whole backside chewed out by upper management, right? But he would soften the blow for us in such a way that all we wanted to do was hit his numbers to keep him from getting his backside chewed out. There are so many layers to this, right? When you love people well, when you treat people well, when your focus is, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, right? The the Bible teaches us to be very diligent and intentional about that. A lot of times, I I say this often, sometimes people think we friends, but the reality is, if if you didn't hear me say it on the call, what do you know about me that's private and intentional? Nothing. But my goal is, I will never, ever forget, my big picture is to love people well, right? No matter where they come from, no matter what they've been through, no matter what they've done, because at the end of the day, it's to build relationship. It's to make sure that there's an introduction, right? So that it's personal. It's on a whole different level. You have way more access to the hearts of men. When people know that you care, it matters how you feel. It, it, all that stuff, it matters, right? But at the end of the day, we got to get you from feeling into truth. Amen. Any, anybody else have any mm-hmm. questions, comments, commentary? I got, uh, hi, this is Shirley. Um, Shirley. I, I love what you, hi, I love what you said about the calendar. I, I use calendars and use planning. Um, one, it, it keeps me not to overload my plate. So I look at even to a whole month what I can perform and what I cannot. Also, by doing that, it keeps the anxiety. And if I can't do it that day, you know, I do the habit, you know, you know, priority, I prioritize. And by doing that, I, I've been able to stay unfocused. And so sometimes, the, and the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is that we put sometimes so much on our plate that it is even hard to focus which is the most important thing to do first versus trying to do little milestones at a time and then focus on Someone told me, don't focus on more than two things at the same time. And so I learned to even cut down how many things I'm going to focus on. And I just, you know, calendar it out. I just wanted to say that. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And it it makes a really big difference. And can I tell you something else? What it Mm -hmm. does is it helps you to disqualify how you spend your time. Do you know people get mad at me if I send them a calendar invite? <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I'm not, this is not personal. I'm not trying to be mean. I, for real, I got stuff to do. And I know it's I am, am overtaken by what it is that you're trying to pull. Uh, I, Listen, I'll be thrown completely off. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say something already, sis. Oh, and and I'll let you too. Amen. Hold on though, before we before we do that. Anybody else have any questions? Hey, hey, love, go ahead. Hey, Dee Dee. Oh, go ahead. Okay, I heard, I heard Dee Dee and I heard Beloved. Go go in that order. I heard Dee Dee first. Go ahead, Dee. 
So you said a lot when you talked about um, the make busy work. And all I could think about is having spiritual ADHD you know, ADD or however you say it, with a lot of us because we're so busy all over the place, can't even focus on prayer. When you think about when people are asking for prayer or pray, you know, it's a lot to that because they're not focusing. What are you focusing on? It's so much going on that we have to stop. Like you said, sit down and really think. And and, and that time thing is so important. I value time. I'm not as... as, um, with my schedule as my, my grace is because I just go with the flow because, you know, it's the way I'm working right now. But my time is just as important as other people. And when the thing that gets me is that if somebody wants to spend time or make a, a, you know, time to sit, if you're able to do it because we don't, we don't know what, when the next time is, if that makes sense. So we got to really learn to cherish time because we can't get that back. People can buy houses, buy cars, so but time is so important. And that's even when you, you're meeting somebody and you're late. Some people are just late, and that's disrespectful. I just want to tell you thank you for just your share this morning. And when you talk about in there making chicken and cooking stuff, brother, Dion, you said so much, but you always do. But the main part is who are you surrounding yourself with? It, it's so much to what you said this morning. I appreciate you, and I love you, and I am still Focusing on what's important. So I love you. Amen. 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 Hey, Dina. Amen. Hey, Barb. No, it's Carla. Oh, wait, um, wait, Carla. Wait, wait, Carla, before you go. Go after Barb. She was after Dina. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. Go ahead, Barb. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Um, uh, Martha and Mary, and I remember getting beat up so badly, maybe about 10 years ago in a Bible study because they were calling me Martha and they were laughing at me. <laughs> and that's when I really got got what's going on with the story. But um, I love loving on people, but there I believe that there is a line on loving on people and then turning that into people-pleasing. And I don't want to be – I want to love on people – but I don't want to be in the people-pleasing category because I know that's not right. What what advice do you have for me on that? Discernment. Mm-hmm. That, Discernment. That, <laughs> yeah, I, for real. Because there, there's a difference between people-pleasing and loving people well. And and the reality is that that comes from that, that place of being seated, Right. If you if you go back to Luke the tenth chapter, start at the twenty first verse, it talks about who Jesus is and who the Father is to him, and that that he hasn't given this information to to the wise or to the understanding, but he's given him the insight um, that of a, a little child, right? So a lot of times we know everything, so we don't need to know nothing else, right? That comes um, right after that comes that that introduction. It's the ones with the childlike heart. It's the ones that I don't care what kind of degree you got. I don't care what kind of title you have. I, I know me personally, listen, God, I can't live without you. I can't function Amen. without you. I can't, like my thought process is not effective without you. So when I come before you, I don't care what I thought I knew. I know I don't know enough. And whatever I got to do to get to that place where I know more of your heart as opposed to knowing more of your hand. That's what changes my heart. That's what grows my heart. And and we all we get to a place where 
we start to understand certain things about who God says we are. But we can only get that through spending close time and close proximity in relationship with him. And that's where discernment comes in. Discernment kicks in and it changes. You can sense uh, when, when somebody is for you. I, anybody that knows me and spends close time with me, when the nature of a relationship change, I feel it. That's mm-hmm. discernment. That's right. When 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 the person's goal or objective does not align with with the end purposes and end goal, yeah, if you feel it, if you attempt it, but that's why that that word awareness. You got to be self aware. You got to know, which is why I gave you them questions. You got to know why somebody is a part of your life. Sometimes people just sent into your life to distract you, but it's up to you to mm-hmm. recognize it. It's your responsibility, right? But that, that again, comes from relationship with the Father. You, you got to take time to spend time in his presence so you know what's going on, mm-hmm. so you know who around you. And a lot of times we just, la, 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 we just walking around willy-nilly, no. Life is, listen, life is critical. That that baby passing away, listen, this is a, mm. a vapor. It's a fleeting moment. That was one of them uh, uh, make self-aware. Chin check. Listen, honey, it's a, a whole lot going on. And the further you get from your purpose, the the further the distance. You've you got to be aware and discernment is key in that. I ho- Did that answer your question? Yeah, and I'm paying attention, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and this was a great share. Everybody have a great day. You too. Amen. Go ahead, Carla. Okay, well, you know, I usually don't talk much, but anyway, (laughs) I did want to say it was about uh, focus, and that's one of the questions that I always have when people come into my life. And I know it annoys people sometimes, but I don't mean to be that way. But it's really because you need to know why someone is there. Like, why are you my friend? Why are we in this relationship of any sort? Because it will distract you. It will have you doing things or going places that you don't want to be because you have things to do and so many different things. And so... Um, being a people pleaser, I'm moving around, you guys, so I'm sorry, but um, being a people pleaser will cause you to do that as well, right? You get distracted because when you're a people pleaser, you tend to hang around and do things that you normally would not be doing, right? And so my prayer is always, God, help me to stay focused on what I am doing in the moment, and phone calls and so many other things, I try to not let those things distract me because they tend to get you off, you know, off your course for the day. So um, I guess really what I was um, just, it was just a comment, you know, based on some of the things that you were saying. It was awesome. Um, so I, you are the first person I ever heard really say um, that in that way. Um, as far as knowing exactly where, you know, where you're going, like in throughout your day, um, when you're doing something. So like right now, I've got to make my bed. I got to get going. Right. So, <laughs> right. Right. You know? so I am, I'm gonna sound like I'm out of breath and all that, but really it's, I got stuff to do. So 
anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for that this morning because it was right on what I needed. Very good. Very good. I'm glad. That makes me happy. Thank you for sharing. Uh-huh. Hey, Dee. It's Sheila. Hey, babe. Um, hey. I just, just, that one takeaway, that formal introduction was huge. It almost makes you want to do Romans 10, 9, and 11 at hello. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think about it? Because I sat here and I said, "Dang, hey, you know, you expect people um, to to have the heart and to chase the Father like you do, but sometimes they only know of him because of what they see. They've only seen the maybe like a billboard, but they haven't been formally introduced. So that right there was so totally dope. So thanks for your share this morning, sis. Love you. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Very good. Very good. Listen, a formal introduction makes all the difference in the world. It 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 recreates how you see a person. I I've been told about people, and they'd be like, "Oh, she on Facebook," and I might be somewhere outside in the public and and see them, but that doesn't give me permission to be like, "Hey, girl, hey." I mean, you know, I could, but you know, they make. Like, first of all, how do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, they're talking about you on the on the slick. I've been several places, and I know I can I can always feel when I've been a mention of conversation, if that makes sense. <laughs> but I'm I'm used to it at this point. You know, I understand it. But D, when I, I when I talk, you think about when I'm seeing it. Um, you know, we expect people to like just really like engage and fall in. Yeah, we well, I'm gonna say it, we are such much because we are kingdom children. And because of that, that's how we draw people. But sometimes they don't even understand, um, as you would say, the weight of the mantle because they haven't one been formally introduced the word. Mm-hmm. And it makes it hard for them to really approach you different because they don't know how to approach you because of the formal introduction. Maybe it's a little too heavy for me. I mean, too heavy, but I get it. I totally get it. Right. It's true. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely the truth. This is some, I have one thought. Um, I had a thought about when you said, as you're talking about focus, and you mentioned like being in the church and everybody has different distractions that are on their mind and they come in with their own things that they have and that they want to see God do. And there's a a lyric in the song that says, um, you know, can you imagine with all of the faith in the room, what the Lord can do. And it's like, what if we had a focused faith on one thing, that being God, that being his will, that being him, not what he can do for us, but who he right. is. What yes. Listen, what li- listen, yeah. listen. And, and yeah. um, I'm going to take that real quick. And, and just while people are still on the line tonight at, 6 p.m. we'll all be meeting Well, whoever is, is going. Um, Tanya is sharing tonight at Hot August Rites. Um, that's tonight in the city of Richmond on Fred Jackson Way. Um, I'm going to have her share in just a second, but 
right before I hand the, the call over to her, I heard somebody else trying to chime in when Simone was speaking. Who was that? Good morning. Who Who's that? Hey, good morning. Um, this is Sister Shar. Everything hey. is so very, very, very good. And it was, it's a blessing because I just went through what you were talking about yesterday. You know, I also have a calendar um, for my personal self, not that I'm somebody, but I am somebody, Absolutely. you know. <laughs> so uh, just a quick um, note or, you know, story that, you know, I carve Tuesdays out for certain days and certain people. and. I did have an incident where this person kept texting and texting and texting and then called and it became almost, it was, it was a brother in Christ. Like it almost became, it was harassing and he knows the schedule. And it was so bad that it was like four hours of it. And it really vexed my spirit. And I had to go down in sackcloth and ashes to get delivered from being frustrated. And I just didn't understand, like, why is this person so adamant about talking about nothing? So I thank you for that. It was meant for me to be on here because I normally don't, but I really, really appreciate your share. It, it just blessed me to know that I, I'm on the right path. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey. Good hey. morning. Some people want to say good morning before they go to school. Hi, little good people. Hi, guys. She said, good hi, guys. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> love you, guys. She said she I love y'all. Love y'all. Stay focused. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Tan, you want to go ahead and share? And then I'm going to share something with you guys. And then I want to say something real quick. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you how distracted I just got. Um, <laughs> I was not focused. I was not focused on what you were saying. I was so drawn in by the little um, children uh, saying hello. I'm so glad to hear them saying hello. It reminded me of Dion, like nine and a half years ago when, oh, what's the sister's name? She she adopted or she was raising her grandchildren. Bridget, was her, her name Bridget? Um, anyway, so many of the children have grown up on on our call and now they are in college and or grown and got families of their own. So tonight, two things. Tonight, um, it will be worth the drive. It will be worth the commute for you to meet us at Hot August Rites, which will be held at True Fellowship Church, 1213 Fred Jackson Way in Richmond, California, at 6 p.m. Um, the Lord has given me a direction for tonight, but it'll be really, really good to put names with faces. You know, we don't, we're not a live uh organization, right, where we meet all the time. And when we have 
things of this nature, like yesterday, was not necess- it was a different type of celebratory thing, but we got a chance to see people that we lo- normally don't do. And so we usually try to take advantage of um, things like this where we're, where we're able to gather. So that's the, the one thing tonight, 6 o'clock. Um, bring somebody with you. Come with an open mind. Uh, we're going to have some fun, and we're going to talk about some serious stuff, too. That's the, that's the first thing. The second thing is today's call was really deep in a simple way. Um, When I reflect over my friendship and my relationship with Dion over the past um, almost three decades, um, which is kind of hard because, like, I'm only 29. I don't even know how that math works. (laughs) You know Um, what? (laughs) But but listen, listening to Dion um, talk about focus, and the level of spiritual growth that I've witnessed personally, and I'm not just saying this because she's my sister friend. I'm not just saying this because I love her. I'm just, I'm just saying what I've watched and what I've been able to witness. Um, and to to hear her talk about focus today is just like jaw dropping, uh, because the tools that we are receiving on this line. Um, I was going to go in one direction, and, and I believe I have direct uh, direction now or permission to go in a different direction for my share tomorrow. But um, this is a really great topic. It is absolutely needed. Um, it is information that would cost you thousands of dollars to get it in the secular arena. Focus is um, one of the most important skills that we can learn no matter where you are right now in life uh, to be, to turn things around and make a decision. Dion says this all the time, just decide. You don't have to know all of the details, uh, which is sometimes we can self-sabotage our ability to focus because we feel we need to know it all. And we don't start off with what you know, take baby steps guys. Take baby steps and incorporate some of these things. Now, you didn't get everything uh, in today's call because some of it you may have gotten distracted. This would be one of the calls that I would suggest that you go back and you use the playback, utilize the playback so that you can then take notes. Somebody said you don't really learn anything until you've heard it at least three or four, maybe five times. Repetition is the mother of all learning. I'm going to stop there. I'm really looking forward to sing you tonight, uh, if you absolutely cannot make it, especially for our people that are in different cities and states, we're going to try to figure it out. I know that the church, True Fellowship Church is where it is. They're going to be live streaming, streaming it on your page, uh, excuse me, on their page, uh, uh, their social media page. But I am going to definitely bring my device and try to make sure that I, that I live stream it on either my fan page or my personal page. So we're going to figure it out for those people that are absolutely not able to come. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for listening, being focused and listening. My absolute pleasure. Amen. Good morning. I know you have to run, um, but this is Sister Tracy. I just wanted to say thank you this morning for that share. And as Tanya said, I'm going to go back and listen again, but I just wanted to say that everything you said this morning applied to me. Uh, Last week, I actually was in a group and I had to tell them that I have, I have to remove myself 
because I'm no longer um, me. I'm not, I'm no longer. I feel like I'm no longer. I'm growing, and what they're offering, I can't. I can't. I can't stay there. Um, I'm sorry. I had to apologize. I actually apologized, which I really didn't really apologize. I just was like, I have to remove myself because I'm not growing. I have to be affiliated with something that's going to elevate me and move me to the next level of excellence. And if it doesn't serve me a purpose, I'm not going to just sit there and and be tolerated. So I just want to say thank you so much. And thank you guys for this line and for the growth. And uh, I'll talk to you later, Dion. Love y'all all. Very good. That that's you you said something that's key. I'm not being nowhere. I'm not spending no time. I'm not dealing with no situation where you tolerate me. I was tolerated in many places as a child, as an adult, I can make decisions. You will not be tolerating me on any level. I'm good. I'll pass. No thank you, please. Hey, Dion. Hey. I know you're going to be running really quick, but I wanted to get the address just in case I get an opportunity. This is Carla again. What was the address again? It's 1213 Um, Fred Jackson Way in Richmond, California. Yes, Fred like the name. Fred like the name Jackson like Dion. Fred Jackson Way in Richmond. And it's a church, it's True Fellowship Church, near the corner of a, it's near, it's near the corner, uh, uh, and there's a, uh, yeah, anyway, across the railroad okay. track on the left-hand side. <laughs> okay, awesome, thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Anybody else, only because I have to take my baby to the airport this morning, um, he was just here for the service, and yeah, I gotta gotta make sure he get there. Amen. Anybody else? I think Raven, didn't you say you had something to say, or you changed your mind? I love you. Love you. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, I I hope and I pray that. Something that I said took it from information to a revelation that not only you deserve more, but it's your responsibility to get to the more that is for you, right? And it happens one small decision at a time. Even if you don't do anything else, if I can make one suggestion for everyone that's still here and listening, start today would making a list of what you want to see accomplished before the end of the day. Make a list of what you want to see accomplished before the end of the day, even if it's little stuff. If it's do 25 push-ups that you hadn't done the day before, right? There is a method to this. Even if it's setting your alarm for five minutes earlier to get up, Simply to say, God, I don't want to ask you for anything. I just want to tell you that I love you and I thank God for you. If it's that simple, right, if it's that little, um, start there, right? Because without an introduction, right now, all you are is distracted. You're just spinning your wheels. 
it's really, really, really important that you understand and know that God has a plan for your life. But without having that intel, without having that formal introduction, you can't even get to the answers because he don't know you. Make sure that that's not your reason you, you meet God full. Your goal should be to meet God empty. And the only way to do that is with a focused objective to do what it is that he has predestined you for. You can't know that by osmosis. You have to ask the author. It's really important. So I pray, again, that that something that was said this morning um, encouraged you, inspired you. We are fasting today. We'll meet right back here at 5 p.m. Yeah, don't forget to pray for one another. It's important. All right, anything else before we go? All right, well, I hope to see some of your beautiful faces this evening at 6 p.m. I will definitely be there. Um, I'm excited to celebrate my sister, and I'm expecting um, that God is going to, to be glorified as we do so. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of you. And, um, yeah, we'll meet right back here tomorrow. Same bad station, same bad time. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you. Love you so much. Love, love you. Guys. Have a good day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Focus, focus, focus. Day. Lessons on your day.